2: PV Radio Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off the meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station. What's good, radio family? The Somers Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the summer's Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Cell Life with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, victory over the weights of life with Sister Deanne LeBreen at 6 p.m. Fridays, real talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Nalphus. With Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Lotobar Nation with Roger Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TVB Radio's open mic open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365. 24 7, just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go! At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923 or you can order from the website www.allsportheadgear.com and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majal'sproducts.com. Or on Facebook at Majow's Products. Get yours today. and Get your faster results without breaking the bang. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Patterson, The Reality Talk, right now on TPV Radio. Second Peter 1 and 3 tells us that God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him. I have everything.
0: I have everything.
3: Romans 12, 2-3 And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started.
0: I'm walking in authority, living life without apology. It's not wrong, dear, I be wrong here, so you might as well get use to it. To the power.
3: That is not here to make sure you get the glory and to make sure the manifestation of your word comes forth. Lord we ask you not to let them say anything. If me or anyone that is in the represent- representation of the reality coach, begin to say anything that is not of you, God, we ask you not to let us say it, because we are here to make sure that your word goes forth in truth and in honesty. Father God, we thank you, and we praise and celebrate you in advance for all you are doing through, with, and to us. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen and amen. <clears throat> Bam, there you We are ready to have a the show. Okay, let me tell you. Hey, Tammy, let me just say a quick shout-out. Hi, Quinesha. Hi, Holly. Hi, Karen. Hi, Chris. Hi, uh, some more people. I'll I'll tell y'all before the end of the show. But anyway, let me get into the show topic. I was talking with the commentator, the conscious commentator, and we were having a good conversation, which is Holly Star. We were having a conversation, and we were talking about forgiveness. And in the book, The Reality of Abuse, the Aftermath and the Recovery, that was written by me, was written through me by God, I did a whole chapter on forgiveness. And I will share with her uh, about how I began to forgive and how I can live the way that I live in a spirit of forgiveness no matter what someone does, no matter what they say, how they treat me, no matter what, I have learned to live in a spirit of forgiveness because the first thing I discovered once I was able to truly, truly forgive, well, let me just give you a brief synopsis of how I discovered this. Me having to go through some issues in my childhood forced me to have um, um, a subconscious, well, a conscious forgiveness, but a subconscious of unforgiveness. But I discovered that I hadn't forgiven when the person that I needed to forgive got critically ill and was about to pass away. I mean, you guys, you got to get the book if you want to know the full story. But let me tell you, I'm sorry, you guys, there's a coin in the bucket. You all, I realized that I hadn't truly forgiven. I had truly forgiven and I was just compelled to get there that day because I knew at that moment it was like God said forgiveness is not for them it is for you it is the only way you're going to have peace it's the only way you're going to have peace and you guys i mean you all I, I i tell you i didn't know that i didn't have these i thought i did and i thought i had forgiven but i really hadn't and i'm telling you trying to get there was like trying to get uh, trying to get from here to china and i was determined to get to that hospital and i knew if i hadn't got there when i did I was going to have a long, miserable life, what was left. I won't say it would have been all miserable because we can sometimes be, in our subconscious mind, we can tune things out and constantly move forward, and that's what I had been doing for years. But I knew once I got there and I was able to truly let go and forgive and trust God no matter what, I knew then the power of forgiveness because I'm telling you, it's like I became light. I became so aware of everything and I realize when people are doing you wrong, they really think that they're doing something to you. They're not. When you understand the power of forgiveness that you carry within you, you will realize that when they are doing something that you feel is wrong to you, no, they're doing it to our Father. And when our Father says vengeance is his, let me tell you, he does handle this. So don't ever think that you not, that, that, that forgiveness is for the person. No, it's for you because guess what? It frees you up on the inside. All the heart attacks that Satan uses, you can say ha, 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 because your heart will not have a heart attack. Meaning the things that we hold here and to us, whether it's our, our, our husbands, our well, your husbands—I don't have a husband—but your your loved ones, your your job, whatever you put, hold near and dear to your heart, when you get a heart attack, H A R D A T T A C K, if you're not careful, Satan he will use that to give you a heart attack, H E A R T A T T A C K, and that's not necessarily meaning a physical death. But your heart can become so hard that you can't even begin to know how to move forward in happiness. Move forward in joy. You won't be able to move forward in wisdom. You won't be able to move forward in anything but the old knowledge that you hold and harbor inside with you. the sometimes what they call bitter. And you don't ever want to become a bitter cup. No, 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 no. So you guys, today's show is forgiveness. Learn to forgive so you regardless of the heart attack that Satan uses you will not have a heart attack because when you get a heart attack faith is what you have to stand on you got to stand on that faith heart attack requires faith when you allow Satan to control your spirit of forgiveness he's going to give you a heart attack and that's not necessarily physical death, but a heart attack can be anything. I mean, I've had so many heart attacks that God knows I should have had a heart attack by now, but because my faith in my Father is so strong, I don't fear nothing. I don't fear death. I don't fear pain. I fear nothing because I know greater is He that is in me than He is out here. And what can Satan really do to me as long as I know that I put on the full armor of God and I know that no weapon formed against me
1: shall prosper and
3: that's what you got to do. When it comes to forgiveness, it is the hardest thing to do sometimes, but it's a must for you. Not for the person or the thing that you're forgiving, but for you. And you may have to do it over and over again, but as long as you do it, you will see and reap the rewards of forgiveness. On the inside, Joel will bubble up from the inside, and you will see. Well, you know, guys, I will, excuse me, you all, you know you all, I will go on and on and on. Let me bring my uh, commentator on, and I hope that we have some of the special people that come in and, 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 and keep the show flowing and bring their wisdom and their insight. So let me just go say, hi, Tammy. Let me go and say, Holly, you want to come on in here and give 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 us a Little brief introduction of Holly Star. Hey, Holly Star. Holly? Oh, I guess I need to put the earbuds in because I can't hear.
2: And look like Holly dropped off, coach. So back to you.
3: Holly,
2: can you hear? It looks like Holly, Holly dropped off the line, Coach. So as soon as she gets back on, I'll put her back on. Okay,
3: no worries, no
2: worries, no worries, no worries. Oh, there she is. There she is. Hold on, hold on. I'm here.
1: I'm here. Can you hear me now? Good evening, Dorothy. Holly. Coach, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Um, I hope can everybody this hear her on
3: Facebook?
1: Can you, uh, We'll say Testing 1-2. Testing 1-2. Hi, this is Holly. And good afternoon, Dorothy. Good afternoon, Chris. It's a beautiful day, and thank you for such a great, you know, you said it all. You said it all. We could just we could just end the show because you said it all right there in your intro. It was wonderful. Um, see, what? Anyway, I had Dorothy and I've been talking this week, and we were talking about the heart attacks and the heart attacks, and then we started talking about forgiveness. And I said, Dorothy, after we do this heart attack uh, show, I said we just need to do a whole show on forgiveness. And she said we're going to combine it. And we're doing the show on forgiveness because it's the one thing in my life. Um, I I have a really hard time with certain people, uh, and in certain uh, I don't really know how to explain this, but I'm I'm going to attempt. Um, I am a very forgiving person. Most of my life, I have forgiven many people many times, and and it's been easy. But there's a couple of people, you know, depending upon how wrong you feel that you have been treated, that I've had a hard time reaching forgiveness. And I know ultimately the person who will benefit from forgiving that person is me. However, I'm human, and I'm having a real hard time. And so... um I won't take up the whole show on my particular situation, but many of you, some of you know that my father passed away uh, in November, of this past November, the day before Thanksgiving, and we had had a relationship that um, not really was estranged, but at times we had not talked very often. We hadn't seen each other in six years. And a lot of the things, the last thing was said to my dad before I left his room is, I, I, when he was getting ready to pass, is that I forgive you, and I love you, and I'll meet you in the morning. Which is a gospel song that we sang together. Um, I don't have such a hard time forgiving him, but I really have had a hard time forgiving his, his second wife. Who has, after his after his death, has not even let me have a t-shirt or um, a handkerchief of my dad's. She, Gate is giving away all of his massive wealth to people who don't deserve it and not allowing me to have a piece of fabric of my dad's belongings. And so I have a real hard time forgiving this woman. And I'm, I'm begging God to let Let's take out of my heart, and and sometimes my my preacher even offered this to me. He said, "Give it to God, and then trust that He's going to take it." Because you keep you keep uh, bringing it back up, which, which is a lack of faith, a lack of trust. Just just give it to Him and be done with it. But I'll tell you what: sometimes forgiveness is a lot easier said than done. Don't you agree, Dorothy? Oh well, this is,
3: boy. He- that's an understatement. I mean, it is a very hard thing to do, and, 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 the, and the only reason why I can do it easier easier than I used to be able to is because I understand the power of it. I understand that the freedom that it gives me, the hard the, the release that it gives me on the inside, and the comfort that I get in knowing that I have done my part as a faithful believer in Christ, that I know God is going to do his part. And what I've learned is that a lot of times people don't want you to, or we've been taught to not wish anything bad on people. Well, you know, now, you guys, I am the reality coach, so let me just tell you. I ain't wishing nothing bad on nobody. I just want the Lord to get, the Lord to get my enemies. I just start using his script, Lord, get my enemies. Lord, make my enemy my footstool. Lord, prepare the table before my enemies for me. Lord, do whatever you need to do, Lord. have mercy. So, no, I'm not I'm not wishing nothing bad. I'm just asking my father to take care of it for me. So, you guys, and when I ask God to take care of something for me, I move forward. Let me tell you, when you forgive, when you truly forgive, you will see God do what his, his word, do what it says he's going to do. He says vengeance is his. Trust me, when people think that they're getting away doing something to God's children, they're not getting away. But they get, they get by, but they don't get away. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you let go, when you let go, when you are willing, God can do all things, and he will. That's why the scripture says he can do all things. But somebody got to be willing to allow him to do what he can do. And forgiveness gives us the will to allow God to do what we know he can do. So you all, let me tell you, forgiveness, yes, it is very, very difficult. But when you understand the power that you get from our Father, when you forgive and you get to see the manifestation of his word, not wishing anything bad on nobody, but you do reap what you sow. So, I do tell the Lord, let them reap what they sow. And let, let that same thing that they put on me come back on them seven, eight, nine, ten. Matter of fact, y'all, like I say sometimes 20 times over. And, and, and I'm, I'm serious, y'all. It is hard. Forgiveness is hard. But when you understand that once you forgive, you can see the manifestations of God's word come back full, full circle. When he says he will get your enemy, believe me. When he say, fret not thyself of evildoers, for they will soon be cut down, he is telling you something that he will do, and that is the truth. Oh, the God's God. honest truth. Oh, my God. That's what you say. Oh, my God. And when you say, oh, my God, trust me, he hears
0: you. He hears
3: you. I'm telling you, he hears you. It's like when somebody does something to your kids or your grandbabies or somebody. you, you Matter of fact, you see anybody hurting a child. The first thing you do is you go into that parental role. And if they think they get in the way with hurting their child and you know it, it ain't happening. You do what our father does. You you get that you, They become your enemy instantly. You get them. You get them. Well, y'all, let me slow down. I don't want y'all to do what I do. I chew them up with the word I try to. I, I, I try to, y'all, but forgiveness is so hard. It is, but so once you once you learn to forgive and you get to see God at his finest and working, forgiveness becomes like, oh, okay, God got it. Okay, I forgive him. Let me move on. God's got it. And let me tell you, when you forgive, you move on. You don't forget. It's like a scar. You don't forget how you got that scar, but you release the pain from the scar.
1: You release that you pain, know, and, and once so- you release that pain, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, so, it's so important that we bring this issue to the forefront of our life while we have time to do it in our physical body. Because when we mm-hmm. no longer have our body to do our physical work for us, um, it might be a little more difficult to achieve what we need to achieve. Um, I know that the Bible tells us in order to be forgiven, because we are all sinners. Maybe I, in my mind, don't think that my sins are as bad as what this woman did to me but but when in reality, in fact, we are all sinners, and we have all fallen short of the glory of god so so I think the time to learn to forgive is while we're while we're still breathing, you know um and 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 realize that in order to be forgiven. Because we're going to be judged by God in the same way that we judged others. So this is something that I am striving. Believe me, striving. Some people say, well, you just have have little faith. It's really not that. I'm striving. I have been suffering, holding on to unforgiveness for so long because the scars are so deep. But... And they go much deeper than the little bit of thing I just said to you. It has nothing, not much to do with material things, believe me. But the pain in my heart is not of caused of material things. But I find it that I am on a, um, well, I don't want to call it a time limit, but we are all limited, you know, in our time. So, So we do have to put it to the forefront of our priority list. And so I'd like to know... If anyone, if, if anyone has any God-given tips, you know, that they could... Sometimes somebody can just say the right thing to you, and it's just the aha moment, as Oprah says, you know. Um, I need some aha moments. I've been studying it. I've, I, I'm, I'm daily reading my Bible, and I get so much comfort from that. But I'm human, and I'm suffering, with a lack of forgiveness for a couple of people, and I don't want to carry this with me any longer. So, so this is something we're going to keep. Um, we'll keep talking about.
3: Well, let me tell you, that is true. We can, we can, we can keep talking about it. But there comes a point in life where, as a believer, we have to advance. If, if, if you're gonna, I mean, I'm not saying that it comes overnight, and talking about it does help. But let me tell you something. The aha moment is when you realize that forgiveness, Holly, is not for them. It is for you. You're the only one walking around with the heartache. They're moving on with their life. It is, at least it appears to be. But because sometimes we get so caught up in what we feel and our own hurt that we can't see the hurt that they're going through because we're too busy still thinking about our own hurt. But I promise you. The aha moment is when you realize that you have got to let it go for your own health. I'm telling you, you will be so, so excited. And it is hard to do. And, Holly, I have been through some <laughs> things at the hands of other people, but I hold no grudges. I hold no, I hold no nothing. I hold nothing but love in my heart, even for my enemies. When the Bible says love your enemies, it, it, it I'm telling you, if you love your enemies or the people, let's say the people that hurt you, if you love them in spite of them. Now, I'm not saying you got to be running up to them, giving them hugs and kisses and saying that they are wonderful and great, but I'm saying you love them from afar. You love them and let them go on. And, you, and and I promise you, Holly, when you truly let go, you will be able to see how God is working in your favor on your behalf. When you let go and you let God. It is hard to do, I know. But once you really do it, you will feel the relief, the pain and the burden that you're carrying around like a backpack. You will all of a sudden feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off of your heart, not your shoulders, because there's always something going to be on your shoulders. But when it gets lifted off of your heart, you can carry anything on your shoulders. That's when you know you can do all things. If you lift weight, you lift it off of your heart. Because that heart is what Satan uses to keep us trapped. These heart attacks he uses them to attack, give us heart attacks, a heart attack, which causes high blood pressure, causes all kind of health issues that we can't even see. I mean, so many of us are walking around with these from these heart attacks, about to have a heart attack because we can't let go. We've got to learn to let go. Forgiveness is not for anyone other than you. And when you see that, Holly, and you truly get that in, you let that get down off in your spirit, get down off into your heart, because it has to enter the mind before it can penetrate the heart. So we know you have forgiveness in your mind, so now we're going to ask that God let it penetrate your heart. And let me tell you what we're going to, what, what I do. Everybody's not where I am, because I've been through so much, and I've realized it's easier for me to let that go and let God. When TDJ says, let go, let God, I'm telling you, it is so much easier to let go and let God. Because when I try to fix it, it only hurts me. Because then I get in the way, and I start taking, heard say, for lack of a better way to say, I start taking punches and blows that were meant for somebody else. Because I'm in God's business. Oh God. and I don't have, and that is truly what I've learned to say. Oh my God, uh-uh, I'm not taking that one. Oh no, 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 no. I got enough of my own. And so now when I say something or I see something going on, I am quick to say, uh uh uh, uh, uh. no, I'm not I'm not dealing with that. Even whenever whenever we say this to some of us who are in relationships with people, like right before the show, I was getting frustrated because I'm like, Man, I am here helping someone and I'm gonna be late for my show. I'm gonna be late for notice I said my show. First of all, that was the wrong thing to say. My ain't nothing about this mine. This is all about our father. I was gonna be late for God's show. And I wanted to get an attitude because I knew faithful and I and y'all I saw the time drawing near and, 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 and I was helping with someone helping someone to, to help someone a senior get herself together and I'm telling you she was so honored. Y'all I wanted to get mad at her. I really did. I was like, well, I'm looking at my, I ain't got time, kids. But the Holy Spirit will let you know when it's a heart attack, trying to give you a heart attack. That was a heart attack because, for one, I got into me and saying, oh, no, she's trying to mess up what I got going on. Can't nobody mess up what God got going through you. He done gave you the Internet. You can, you can film and do whatever you can do from wherever you are. So, no, 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 ma'am. You're not going to let that heart attack give you a heart attack. Be about your father's business no matter what. So, you guys, that's what I did. I mean, you've got to learn to identify heart attacks that are set to give you a heart attack. My heart was pounding. My, I was getting upset. And then uh, uh, the voices was coming and people talking to me. and I'm like, well, I, I want to tell everybody to shut up and be quiet because I'm trying to think how I'm gonna get the show, how I'm gonna do everything, how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that. I, 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 oh, I got all over me real quick. And I had to come to my senses and realize, uh, uh-uh, uh, Satan, not today. I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna trust God. And people need to see. They need to see what being about God's business is all about. Yes, you should be timely. Yes, you should be professional. Yes, 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 yes. But sometimes you're not able to do that. Like I've been under attack for a minute. I mean, last week my sound equipment wouldn't work. I was getting upset, and I was like, oh. But I've learned that these heart attacks require a great deal of faith. And when you carry faith with you, you can think. So you don't have to have fear that, we, that gives you salt. Faith helps you think. Fear gives you thoughts that don't make you think clearly. I was saying that, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to be able to do this. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. What are people going to say? I don't care what people say. As long as I'm doing what God says, do? I, I mean, I've learned. We worry about too many things. And that's where we get all of this stuff inside of us to so where we can't we can't, we can't seem to let go. We can't forgive this thing because we pay too much attention to all the negative stuff going on around us. I mean, look at the world. I mean, there's somebody being shot every, seems like every other day. I don't even watch the news because all it does is make me get angry and want to become bitter on the inside and have oh a heart no. of unforgiveness. I can't do it. I won't do it. I refuse to allow the heart attack from Satan which wants to attack my faith, give me a heart attack to make me live in fear. I refuse. And that's what forgiveness does. And I'm not saying that that you're supposed to. I mean, even with, okay, let me use this as an example. Holly Star can attest to this. She asked me, because she and I have both had sons murdered at the hands of someone else. And she asked me, she said, How do you want to tell him what you asked me?
1: I asked you if you had forgiven the man who killed your son.
3: And you know what I said, you guys? I said, Yes. Wow. Yes.
1: Wow.
3: Because I realized I'm not exempt from the heart attacks of Satan. And if I don't recognize a heart attack from Satan, it would give me a heart attack. I love my son. I love him with all of my being. But I have to realize, Satan can use any and everybody. And this is what I told Holly Star. The reason why I can forgive him, because he didn't take my son's life. My son gave him his life because he went to a place where he didn't have no business being because he wasn't raised like that. And sometimes when you have to when you when you have to try to get a spirit of forgiveness you have to really face your reality and the reality was my son had no business in the area that he was in and if you didn't listen to me I I begged him don't do it God said enough is enough he ignored me so you guys I had to see that 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 the the person that murdered my son. Why am I angry with him? Why can't I forgive him? Now I'm not saying I don't want him to be punished. Because I'm gonna be right there in that courtroom. I'm sitting there saying, now, "Lord, give my enemy. Lord, that 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 wasn't right, what he did.
1: Let just justice
3: be served." Yes, I'm saying that. But do I forgive him? Absolutely, because I don't know how that young man was raised. I know what I put in my son. That young man may have been raised to know violence is the answer for everything. He may have been raised to know that. And how can I blame a child? He's young. He's, he's, he's only 20, according to what I know. So how can I be angry with this young child when I don't even know what went on with his life, his background? And is it going to bring my son back? Absolutely not. And the beautiful thing is my son is finally resting. He's finally resting at peace. That's what he's doing. And I'm so excited. And that's why I can forgive this young man. And I hold no malice in my heart.
1: But I do want justice to be served. Now, is that how I, I agree I with you. you? I I agree with you, uh in and, and and the things that you would think would be hardest to forgive. Sometimes those are easier than, uh, you know, than like my instance. Uh I cannot say for a fact that I have forgiven the two men that murdered my son. Um, they were 23 years old at the time of their act, and they are now 40. They are both still in prison, and they will remain there for still some time to come, if not forever. They'll be there for still some time to come, and that's a long time. That's a long time, and I don't care how long it is. I can't say justice was served, but I am in the process of forgiving those two people. That pain is nowhere near the pain in my heart regarding my stepmother. Um, what those... do you mean, the, the, the pain of the, 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 the forgiveness? The, the, the
3: pain of forgiveness? what pain are you I know
1: now? Just... I know that, I know that my son is riding first class you know with, with with he's at the right hand of Jesus he's he's with the prophets he was killed preaching the word of God I believe that those who die preaching the word have have special place with God and for that reason I'm comforted so much that it's almost hard not to forgive because he's in such a better place than on this earth with all this trials and tribulations you know going on I know I have so much faith that I know that he's in a better place and as all as long as I withstand the uh, my life, I'm going to join him and so I have so much, so much happiness with that that it's hard not to for, it's hard not to forgive but I, I'm in the that's a work in pro, progress. But now, as far as the, um, my son didn't cause me any pain and suffering, he was, he was a joyous being. Uh, now, now we had hard times. Now, I don't mean he didn't cause me pain when he was growing up as a kid. But, but as an adult, he was an amazing young man, and he was learning the Word of God. And that was so rewarding that um, I know that he took those words with him. And I know he's just fine. I know he's just fine. In the instance with my with my dad and his wife, um, I guess I'm not yet certain that my dad is just fine. And even though, believe me, he was a believer, he was a Christian. Um, but he could have comforted me a little bit more through this and helped me to forgive her before he died. I wish he would have helped me with it rather than been silent, because. This woman just did so, did me so wrong from the age of seven to the age of 57. For 50 solid years, this woman caused me a lot of pain and suffering. And I mean a lot, not a little, a lot in a lot of different ways physically, literally, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually. So, in so many ways. So, because 50 years of pain is not, I guess it could shed in a minute. And believe me, y'all are going to see my work in progress because I, I'm, I'm going to share it with you. I am I, I am deep in reading. I am deep reading in scripture. I am not above hitting my knees. Dorothy, you said something recently about once you pray for something, you don't have to go back and pray again because he remembers. He knows what you prayed for. But sometimes I pray, I repeat my prayers because I need, I, I guess I need the strength. He doesn't need the to hear that but I need to hear the strength and, um, and and I'm certain I will achieve this okay but the the, the scars are deep in this situation and it's going to take um, it's going to I've always known that the forgiveness is for me I have always known that which makes me kind of feel like maybe I'm um, maybe I just am not exercising enough faith and so for that reason I am going to try to ask God to restore my faith to, uh, to make it all it can be because that's all I can do at this moment. It's it's just something that's not coming very easy for me. So if there's anybody out there listening that has, I'm certain there's so many people who have similar issues that find it hard to forgive. Let's work on this together. Um, you know, because it's the Bible tells us that to judge not, I'm just going to read just real quick from, um, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse, I think it's 25. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. My sins need to be forgiven, believe me. I believe they already have been forgiven, but... Uh, there will be a day of judgment. So I am deep in scripture. I am, I am opening my heart and my mind, and this is something that uh, I am determined that I will succeed. And and it'll just be something I'm like, why didn't I do that sooner? Why didn't I just do that sooner? Why didn't I just let go of it? And I will. I'm in the process. I'm a work in progress, Dorothy. Are you there?
3: As we all are. We all are work in progress, and I have lost my internet connection, and I'm trying to get it back up. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, this is something. But that's okay. God is it anyway. Um, Holly, now, I just want you to know that that is the way God has given it for me when it comes to for, for my prayers. Not everybody's at that level. And please don't beat yourself up and think that, oh, Dorothy said it, and, And and, oh well that's the way she prays And why can't I do that Sometimes the way God gives everybody things And the way he gives everybody to do things Is not always the same So whatever God gives you And however he gives it to you to do For you to do You do it your way You do it your way And I promise you God will do the rest Hey Chris can we just take a quick commercial break real quickly And play a song real quick While I get back set up please Are you there, Chris? Hello, okay, well, Holly, we'll just keep talking until Chris comes back. Okay. Okay. Okay, it's, well,
1: it's, I, I tell you I can keep talking. How about um I can keep talking and what what are you setting up tonight? What are you trying to do
3: well i well, actually, what has happened is I was helping someone with
1: with with with, with an elderly patient,
3: and i um I volunteered to help give them a shower and she was so honorary uh <laughs> she was very honorary and, and, and in my helping her uh it ran me over so therefore i am trying my best to get everything set back up and get everything right but it's okay i i hate that it turned out this way but god is still good and i'm going to do my part no matter what
1: absolutely and i'll tell you um in my in my childhood growing up with this with my dad and my stepmom, I spent a lot of years in Lake Charles, Louisiana, y'all. So um, right now, we need to pray for Lake Charles and for all the cities being hit. But I'm I'm seeing Lake Charles and not recognizing what I'm seeing on the on the TV. So uh, the survivors and the people that were not able to evacuate that have lost in this storm, um, I want us to pray extra hard for them tonight for for relief. In in every sense of the word, because my troubles are so minute compared to what some other people are going through. And I try to remember that. I'm so blessed every single day. And I want to read something. um, I have Bible study several times a week. And with my church last night, I had a Bible study. And um, one thing I came across in preparing for my Bible study was this called judging others in Matthew 7. I love the book of Matthew, and it says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be used to measure you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. Take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. That's just Matthew 7, 1 through 6. And, And then it goes on to say, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. So I am asking... It says, for everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks signs, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. I'd, I have total faith that God's going to restore my soul and let me forgive the people who have sinned and harmed me. And I will be a better person because of it. So um, So that I don't have that heart attack. Because I tell you what, the two are so close, like you put in this flyer, Dorothy. They're so close that um, it's just closer than you think. Uh,
3: It is. It is. I mean, seriously, and I'm praying that um, God does give you what you need to be able to take comfort in knowing how important forgiveness will be and how relieving it will be for you as you move forward. in in your walk with Christ because it is very, very hard. And you know what the beautiful thing is uh, about this? is the fact that the fact that you're willing to be so candidly open about what it is that you're going through. You know how many people hide what they're going through? Do you know how many people really hide it? And I think that is commendable within itself when you can say when you can say when when you can when you can say what you're going through openly and share with people, that's how we start that's the beginning of defeating
1: the, the, the task right.
3: at hand. The beginning is you know, is, is opening up go ahead.
1: Right. You and I were also talking about something earlier this week when we were talking about people being diagnosed with mental health issues. In my family, we were told don't air your dirty laundry, and that sadness or depression or mental illness was a weakness, and that you should be quiet about it. they like, say, "Shh, don't tell anybody." So, um, right. to be able to be able to talk about something is almost defying a teaching, you know, an old teaching, and uh, airing the dirty laundry and then letting it. Setting it free or throwing it away. Um, so I do believe that when you can talk about something to people to the right people, and you got to you got to associate with the right people because sometimes it doesn't help tell the wrong people. Um, so that's what this group is for here for me. Uh, normally I'm the I'm the commentator, and today I'm the one seeking um, prayers because uh, I, I am my heart is heavy, but. But it is lightening each day. It really is lightening each day. Um, but this has been a 50-year issue, and it's not going to take me 50 more to uh, to solve this issue. But but I think that there's probably a whole lot of other people out there that that could look inside themselves and, and think, Do I need to uh, do I need to put forgiveness on my priority list? And that's what I'm doing this for my next month I make out my goals for the next month and I've made new goals that I've never made before I usually put I'm gonna I'm gonna do my taxes or I'm gonna go and I'm gonna clean the floor in the living room or something like that but the top of my priority list for this next month is to work on forgiveness
3: that is a beautiful priority I mean and that's gonna that's really going to help you uh, help you a lot and it's going to strengthen you in so many ways and and let me just say this real quickly you guys I'm back up on the I'm back on live my phone went dead when I tell you it it I mean and it's been charging I don't know why it didn't charge it's been on the charger I have no idea but needless to say I'm back up so if you guys can go back and invite people back in that would be awesome uh but needless to say I'm back up and I tell you, what, for those of you who've missed what I said before, when you, can, when, you can, when you can tell people publicly and openly about what it is troubling you, that is the beginning of your healing. That is the beginning of defeating that, that, that which is holding you back. And one thing I've learned to live my life accordingly is I don't allow other people to tell my story. Because when you allow other people to tell your story, they mess it up, and then God gets no glory. gets all the glory. He's gonna to always to make it worse or better. Or better, matter of fact, they gonna always put some lies up in there, lies and deceit. So I don't need him to tell my story. I'll handle my own. And this is why my book, is, my life, is an open canvas. Because then it keeps me from having to forgive anybody, because guess what? If somebody is getting ready to try to tell something about Dorothy, the reality coach, guess what people are going to say? The first thing that they're going to say is, that's old news. So I ain't got no reason to be mad and want to go there and be blah, 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 blah with someone. Because I've already told the story. So when we let other people... See and hear our pain. Like you all know when I was going through what I, 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 I mean, I, I haven't hit anything. I, I When I was going through with, with, with the bad, re- bad breakup, when I was going through with my son's death, I have been so transparent because it has been the most liberating thing for me is to tell the truth about what's going on with me. And you know what I found out? When you realize. What? Let me tell you real low. I don't want Satan to really hear, but he can hear it anyway. When you realize that it's always somebody going through something worse than you, forgiveness becomes so much easier too. There's always someone who's got a worse go. story than you. And when you realize that, forgiveness is like, I got this. I got. It. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, uh, That's hey Chris, do we have any any callers on the line?
2: Uh, no, not at the moment. We do not.
3: Oh, well, okay. Well, y'all, somebody call in. Hey, call in. Let me tell you the number: five one five six zero five nine eight seven three five zero five. No, sorry, six one five five zero. No, wait a minute. Now you see. Now I know. I know this number by heart. <laughs> okay, girl. it. Okay. No, no, no. You know, Dorothy, I I'm okay. just. Hold on. Oh, okay. 505
1: yeah. no.
0: <laughs> no. <Nope>.
1: 9873 No. 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 <laughs> what no. Well, yeah, what's the number? Let, let me say it. No, it is five one five. Oh no. Oh five, nine eight seven three. Five
3: one five. Six oh Well, y'all know I know the number by heart. Y'all know I'm just a little discombobulated right now because I'm trying to this heart attack is making me wanna have a heart attack. Okay? Now I'm getting mad now. I'm getting
1: saying you gotta okay. go on
3: somewhere now. Like 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 That's the okay. old folks
1: in the somewhere. One of the viewers on Facebook asked, "Why were you doing a live in a moving car?" And I told her that that time got in the way.
3: You know what? Me, <laughs> and,
1: and I'm glad they're asking these questions.
3: Time didn't get it. Time didn't get in the way. I'm still gonna be about my father's business, no matter what. That's what that, that that's, that's the whole right. thing. I I I'm giving. I was giving of my time to serve a greater purpose at the moment. But then I'm still going to do the purpose that I've been called to. So wherever I have to go to get my get God's will done, whatever I have to do, I don't care if it's in a move. I could have been on a horse. I could have been on a horse. Whatever it takes, I'm going to do what God has me to do, and and thank them for even noticing the moving car. And it wasn't a car; it was a truck because I was moving for fun of you too. So you let <laughs> well,
1: them know happy,
3: it wasn't a car; happy. it was a truck. Oh, okay. and I was being—I was helping someone in the community, and and I am a community health worker. By by i certif- am certified. I'm a certified community health worker, worker. So whenever there's someone that needs help in the community, if they reach out to me, I'm going to do more than I'm going to do more than my share to help. I'm going and to go beyond the call do? of duty to help.
1: Let me testify to that That to that note, one night and it was late at night, I complained of having a headache. And she said, do You want me to bring you some medicine? I could just put it on your porch. I mean, she was willing to get up out of her bed and bring you some medicine for a headache. So she will do more than your average friend, she will do more than your average volunteer. Anything you ask of Dorothy, if God is in the mix of it she's there and I, Dorothy I just want to thank you for being my sister in Christ I love you and I, I look forward to many more of these shows but every day I learn more about you and see more of how you give to everybody and it it really inspires me I just want to say that thank you thank you and,
3: and Holly you you know I and you know I I, I don't know you, sometimes, because of all the pain that I've experienced, I want to be able to be mean. I want sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, why did you give me this heart? Why? Why am I so forgiving? Why am Lord? I always so understanding? Why? 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 But you know what? My greatest joy comes from when I'm helping and forgiving other people. That is my greatest joy. And you know, there's so many people. That 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 with all that I've been through, I mean, molestation, rape, uh, uh, son, uh, son being murdered, another son, son sitting in Dallas County Jail. I mean, my favorite sister dying. I mean, so many. A breakup with a boy. I mean, just you name it, you name it. If there's a piece of pain out here. I can almost attach my name to it and say, I can claim that one too. But I did not let it win. I did not let it win at all. And, 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 and this is the beautiful thing about forgiveness. It will make you have strength like never before. You will be able to be like Paul in whatever state. Therefore, will I be content? Whatever state, I've learned to be content. I'm not as exempt from the pain of this world. I'm not. But sometimes I want to harbor unforgiveness. But, Holly, my greatest joy is when my sister, in Christ, youth, says to me, I got a headache and I've been having it for two, three weeks. Well, you know what? I've experienced that kind of pain. So you know what I did? I told Holly, look. I know what that headache is. I mean, did I not pinpoint it? I was like, it's right in the front of your head, right yep, between your yep. eyes, almost like the back. Of your eyes. It was a sinus pressure headache, and I know that that is a headache that will make you want to go boom, 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 boom against the wall, bang your head. You know that old song? Bang your head. That's what it makes you want to do. So I knew a remedy that worked for me, and my greatest joy is to make sure that any pain that I have experienced, not somebody else's pain, Any pain that I have experienced, I'm going to go and help someone else make their load lighter. Y'all, I'm telling you, that is the power that forgiveness gives you. It it helps you not want to see anyone go through any more pain. It helps you want to get up and do for someone else. It, it, It makes you have joy being able to say, I let it go. It gives you joy to say, I can trust God with it. It gives you joy to be able to know that vengeance is the Lord. It gives you great joy to know that your enemies will become your footstool. It gives you great joy to know that no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. It gives you great joy to say, what can mere mortals do unto me? It gives you great joy to say, I can sit down and know that I have done what thus say the Lord. It gives you great joy to know that greater is your reward. Because let me tell you, when you learn to forgive, God rewards you so much bigger bigger and better than man can ever, ever, ever give to you. I'm telling you, it is hard, it is hard, it is hard. But I promise you, it gets easier and easier and easier. Holly, what you're doing studying the Word, you're pleading out, you've made your request known to the Father. And I'm telling you, now, 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 y'all, let me let me share this with you. Let's let reality code get real with you real quick. Now, when you make your request known, you better know that Satan is right there waiting to make you doubt your faith, to make you doubt it. He's there to keep that, that 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 hurt, that pain, that spirit of unforgiveness, that spirit of uh, of I want to get you back. I mean, all of this, the attitude, the the, the 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 wanting to hurt someone, wanting to get revenge, all that is all part of his weapons that he uses to keep you in an unforgiving state, whether you know it or not. He's got so many little subtle heart attacks that we don't pay attention to. But when you start recognizing them like today, I could have got I mean, you know, hey, somebody noticed I was in a car. Okay, all right. I'm glad they're paying attention. Now they can see I'm at the set. Hey, but you know what? I did not care because I'm still doing what God has me to do. And when you learn that all those little heart attacks that keep you in a spirit of discombobulation, anger, uh, Want to go tit the tat? Want to go back and forth? That's all part of holding on to not being able to forgive you. I mean, okay, I could beat myself up. I know I should have been sitting here at 5:30 preparing for the show, but I was about my father's business. And yes, I do know that sometimes people have a propensity to think that you are supposed to be perfect, that you're supposed to be a professional. Y'all, I'm on Facebook Live. Now, if they put me on NBC, CBS, ABC, one of them stations, you can best believe I'm going to be sitting at the studio. But I do know that sometimes you got to start preparing for like you're going. And y'all, I'm doing it. And I'm doing all of this because I live in a spirit of forgiveness, and I want people to see what forgiveness looks like in the flesh. This is forgiveness in the flesh. It's okay. I forgive me for not being on time. I forgive me for not doing stuff perfectly. I'm not perfect. And if anybody out there thinks they're perfect, okay. Well, then I need to see you because you obviously can heal me. Oh, for no. heal. Matter of fact, we need to, a whole bunch of people need to see you. If you can, if you that perfect, we only know one perfect being, and that was God. And if you that
1: perfect, i Whoa. No, that would, a, that would be one of those fake people that that the Bible says no. Don't look, don't go there. No, nope, don't go there. If somebody says, Oh, look over here, the perfect person. No, nope, don't look. Doesn't exist. Not true. Don't follow a false prophet. Oh don't, don't, what you say, Holly? Don't look, don't even look, don't follow, don't go but, that
3: direction. No, 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 no. That's right. That ain't who you said. That's right. That's be. Mm-hmm. Re- that, and look, and if you do, you're going to live in a state of unforgiveness because you're going to be in trouble because you're going to be real mad when you get over there. If somebody tell you they're perfect and they can heal you and you can't, you ain't healed, you're going to be good and mad because you just spent your money and your time trying to get to this perfect person. So you all, whoever, whoever's perfect, I even though I know you don't exist, you might be close to perfect, but you ain't perfect. Matter of fact, you ain't even close to perfect because there ain't none of us close, even on our best days. Hey, guilty right. Okay, you guys, let's get back to this thing about unforgiveness. I'm sorry, I, I I go off on my little tangents and 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 sometimes sway off of the topic of forgiveness. Like Holly said, forgiveness is so hard. It is so hard, but it's just a hard attack. That's all, a hard attack. Looking for a heart attack, a heart to attack. A heart attack is always looking for a heart to attack. And I know that so many of us have these issues going on. We have a lot of issues going on. I know I do. Especially, look at all this is going on, you all. Look at all these heart attacks. Every time you turn on the news, somebody's shooting somebody. Somebody mad about this. Somebody mad about that. I, I, I don't get it. All of these heart attacks, you guys, if anybody, if you are a believer, the first thing you should do is say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, help us. God bless America. While we're sitting up here worried about who running for this office, who doing this, who doing all that, all these heart attacks is going to mess around and give everybody a heart attack, except for me, because I don't indulge in that foolishness. I know that Satan has got free reign right now and ain't no telling what he's going to be able to accomplish at this point in time. But you know what I do? Instead of letting the heart attack hinder my faith and get a heart attack by living in fear, uh-uh. That is Satan's biggest weapon he's using right now amongst God's people. Y'all, we better wake up. These heart attacks. Are causing a lot of unforgiveness to set in the, and to manifest in people. Stir up and it's just stirring and, 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 and he's and, and, and if you see how he's he's how media is constantly all they can report now is devastation. It's one devastation after the next. By the time we get through one, here come another. Do you not see how Satan is using these heart attacks to give us all a heart attack? We got to not live in fear. We got to stand on our faith more than now, more, more now than ever. Because I'm telling you, forgiveness—we're gonna have to forgiveness is something, Holly. We're gonna have to do over and over and over and over. That you know, Holly, you know that one scripture. Uh, how often should we forgive our brothers? Sixty-six, seventy times, seventy-six, or seventy-seven times seven? Uh, uh, y'all, I, 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 the I power will in be on the, of the that knows right? that, right? Um, I think that's Matthew. I think it's in Matthew, but uh, the pastor he'll get on in a minute and help us tell us what. Or somebody, call, somebody put it in there. If you know where the scripture's at, but you know that scripture. How often should we forgive our brothers? Seventy-seven times seventy. You know, I thought that God. I used to tell myself, "No, God ain't talking to me." No, Jesus didn't mean that. Not for the reality. No, now, no. Father, now you got that kind of willpower. I don't. But you know what? I'm beginning to see exactly what that means. Every time we turn on the TV, we have to forgive our brothers. We haven't to forgive somebody for something that they doing. It's just ridiculous. I,
0: I I I I often ask that,
3: Am I gonna run out of forgiveness before I get to forgive before I forget to forgive? I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on out here. And I'm having to am I gonna run out of forgiveness or am I gonna forget am I gonna forget to forgive? 'Cause every time I turn around it's something going on. With me, with somebody on TV, I mean, especially when, you know, it, it just gets me. When when someone innocent is just taken for no reason, and then you know, it seems like the police would learn to quit shooting their guns just to be shooting them, but every time we turn around, see, Satan don't want to let that die. He don't want to let that unforgiveness die, because every time we turn around, it's another cop doing something. And every time we turn around, we got Black Lives Matter, back to blue. We got uh 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 somebody doing this over here. Oh uh, my goodness. My goodness. Lord have mercy. Forgiveness is gonna be something that we're gonna have to do on a regular basis, y'all. So we got to buckle up <laughs> and hunker down and be prepared to continue to forgive. Wouldn't you say so,
1: Holly? Absolutely. I mean I just absolutely love uh listening to you, Dorothy, because uh, the, the scripture um, is Matthew. You were absolutely correct. Matthew 18, verse 22. I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus said to him, but 70 times seven. Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? 70 times seven. So um, if Jesus can forgive the people who mocked him and pierced his side, surely I can forgive a woman who is not sharing something of my dad that he promised me all my life before you even met this woman, he promised me his guitar. He played this guitar to me when I was a baby. He taught me every Johnny Cash song from the time I was one year old. And I loved picking and grinning with my daddy. When I got older, when I learned to play guitar, it was my inspiration. And, he damaged the guitar one time when he was taking chemotherapy to beat cancer but he but he told me don't worry I'm gonna have it fixed I'm still gonna give it to you and I'm gonna have it fixed I promise and uh when he passed she told me she'd go to his her grave making sure I didn't receive it and I am just trying to tell myself that that is a material thing but it was my dad's material thing and he's gone to glory and I'm it, it's not something that can be, could mail me a guitar. I had an uncle that called me the other day and he said, I bought you a guitar. And I said, you know what? I have guitars, multiple guitars. It was that one that I, that I wanted, but it's a material thing. And I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. If I have to say, you know what? I've got a great guitar. It's not as good as my dad's maybe, but I have a beautiful Martin guitar that sounds absolutely beautiful. So I'm going to try you really, really hard to work on that. So you know what, seven... Yeah. I, I, I got it in a bit. Let me tell you, before
3: you said that, before you said I got a good guitar, do you know the Holy Spirit was telling me to ask you, what are you doing with what I've given you to play? Are you grinning and picking? Are you grinning and picking? Are you letting that unforgiveness keep you from using the gift that I gave you. Your gift is not about your father's guitar. Your gift is about your father's up in heaven's business.
4: Right.
3: Right.
0: Absolutely.
3: So you said it. I it when you said it. Like you said,
1: you got a good guitar.
3: How about did. if you pick up that good? How about, let's try this. How about you pick up that guitar and start picking and picking and grinning, and you never know how that woman may say, you know what? God can do all things if we will. You've got to be mm-hmm. willing to show God that you can move forward, and you don't know what you can do. He can do the impossible. She may say that she wasn't going to give you the guitar, but your faith can put that guitar right in your house. But you've got to be about your father's business. Don't let Satan snuff your gift out holding on to a good thought that
1: is not in your presence right now for the moment. Hey, if my dad had wanted me to have it badly enough, he would have given it to me before he passed. Um, he did want me to have it, and his health got bad, and uh, it just wasn't on his priority list any longer. So, I'm gonna let I'm going to let the guitar thing go. I, I can forgive the guitar easier than I can forgive some of the other things, but I'm uh, I'm going to mark them off, Dorothy, you watch. I'm going to mark them off, and i will be a better person. Doing, I'll, read, I'll read Matthew 18 called David, uh, in the kingdom of heaven. Um, we have to, we have for me to do, and what it's doing is preventing me from going forward and doing more good things If I'm worrying and crying Over a material thing Then I am preventing myself From spreading joy Or helping someone Or helping myself in, you know, From enjoying what life we do have And we know life can be cut short I don't know if there's been any reports Of uh, too many deaths I heard this morning a teenager died in that storm I'm certain they're going to find more but as we can see in in the wink of an eye, uh, these are signs of the end of time. Part of my Bible study last night was, you know, uh, Jesus told them that there'll be earthquakes and hurricanes and uh, the heavens, the moon, the stars. We'll, we'll know the end of time. And. There are so many things happening that we better pay attention and get on the right track and hear the word of God and apply the word of God in our lives. So I have to start with Somebody how to do it. I'm going to, have to. Well,
3: let me tell you something, too, Holly. You know, um, and as hard as me, as hard as it is for me to understand this, when we place other things, we put more value on other things other than our purpose here. That's why in the commandments it says, thou have no other God before me. And sometimes our material things, our children, our mate, our job, those things, we, they become like an idol. And we just hold on to that, I want it, I want it, I want it. And and, and it gets in the way of God wanting you to go be about His business. So sometimes that allows that spirit, that, that 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 convoluted uh, 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 mess of uh, of the way for forgiveness works, and the way Satan uses us uses it to keep us in a forgiveness state of mind. And I'm just listening to you talking. I'm I, I'm I'm hearing God. I'm, I'm I'm hearing God, and I'm seeing. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit, and I know, Holly, He's getting ready to set you free. You're getting ready to be. Of this, and you got to think about this. You said if your father had wanted you to have it, it may not have been his priority. How do you know that? How do you know that? How do you don't you don't know? Just because you don't have it, don't mean you won't have it. But be about God's business and pray. And if it's God's will for you to have it, you shall have it. There you, you go. Shall have it. that's right. Anything that you ask God for, if it is His will, you shall have it because He can do all things. And now that you've decided to let it go, you never know. God may, you may hear a knock on your door in the next couple of weeks in the good part. -hmm. Because you don't know that good. Let me tell you, God will do some things. Some things start happening that happen to people that they don't know. And let me tell you, I know this for a fact because when people start doing stuff to me and they hold unforgiveness to me for no reason, I tell God quickly to get my, get, get, Lord, can you, like I had a neighbor. She just did not, she had a, I don't know what I ever, I've never done anything to her. She just was a busy. she's Mrs. Kravitz of the neighborhood. And she was just busy, busy, busy. And and, and 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 I wanted to not forgive her, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me not forgive her. Because I mean, when I tell you, this woman went to every extreme to make my life miserable. She did that. And she was trying to do, but every day, you know what I walk outside and do? How you doing today? It's a beautiful day. Knowing she was doing the stuff that she was doing to me. But I'm telling you, I know what forgiving, what a forgiving spirit will do for you, what it did for me. And I know do what he's done for me, he'll do for others. There's no secret what he can do. What he's done for one, he can do for others. And I'm going to tell you, my sons were sitting here saying, Mom, how do you just speak to that boy with all that she's doing? I said, God's got it. God's got it. It's going to be all right. I said, God said he'll make my enemy my footstool. Let me tell you, I stood on that, and I stood, and I stood. I was like a tree planted by the rivers of the water. I was not moving off of that. I shall not be moved off of believing that God got it. And like I said, if he ain't got it, he done came to get me. If he ain't got me, he done came to get me. Either way, I'm in a win-win situation. So I on that. I kept that spirit of forgiveness within me and I'm going to tell you now, do you know who my biggest, my biggest biggest advocate in this neighborhood is? You know who it is? Is that very same woman that gave me the most torture and, and Holly you know for a fact when I ran for city council, you saw how they were doing this. You saw it was written and I still kept that spirit of forgiveness. I said, Father, for they know know not what they do. They know not whom they mess with. They mess with royalty. Father, they know. And let me tell you, one of the biggest persons that gave me the hardest of times is no longer with us. But before she left here, she became one of the greatest people in my life. In my life, she became one of the greatest people. All through the campaign, she gave me a hard time. And she's no longer here. And you may know who I'm talking about. But before she left here, she came to me and said, I respect you and I commend what you've done. And you know, I kept all her inboxes, but let me tell you, the phone that is in, it died. I don't know what it said I had a password on. I don't know what happened. So I can't even show you how God has done things. Sometimes it ain't meant for you to see, it's just meant for you to believe. But I'm telling you, if you keep that spirit of forgiveness on you, Holly. I'm telling you, I know what he will do. He will make your enemy your footstool. He will prepare a table before your enemy for you. Him, he had him serving you. And you'll be able to walk around, Holly, shaking dust from your feet. When something is going wrong, you'll be able to say, Oh, that ain't nothing. I done been too bigger than that. He done carried me this far. He ain't gonna leave me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. That's what forgiveness gives you the power to understand. He'll never leave you nor will he forsake you. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't
1: do it. He won't do it. He will not. Okay, I will read Matthew 18. I will be studying Matthew chapter 18 between now and the next week. um, That is just a huge book of the Bible on forgiveness, and it, really 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 says a lot and on and in the spirit of gracious and gratefulness i want to tell you that i just received word that somebody i've been praying for in lake charles somebody that's been very very important special to me most of my life uh they just marked themselves safe and showed that they're safe and their house is still standing now you ought to see what's all around it The the wind damage is unbelievable in lake charles but the friend one of the friends that i was Really praying for is he and his family are safe, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, and prayers. See how quick that so mm-hmm. But you see, That's I right. think
3: that changes. Now you've been praying all day, and the minute it, what, what was it? Maybe about ten minutes ago, you said you're going to release that part about the right. talk. You're going to release and start working on forgiving. And look how quick God is answering those prayers. You ain't seen nothing. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What God is going to do through through our lives. When you get that spirit of forgiveness, I'm telling you, your prayers will start being answered. He will hear your voice. The sexual fervent prayer of the righteous obey as much. Let me tell you, your prayers gonna go to the front of the line when you start giving giving up forgiveness. When you start understanding the power of forgiveness is not for them, it is for you. That means you get a direct line to our Father. Your prayer go up front. They go up front and you're going to see the manifestation of his word. I'm telling you, get that spirit of forgiveness, y'all. Get it and put it on. Don't put it on like a backpack. Put it inside you. And I promise you, when you ask God for something, I'm telling you, he's going to answer. He is going to answer you. When you keep that spirit of forgiveness, you get it, and it dwells in you, not live in you, dwells in you. You're going to see this. man. God, so answer that prayer quick. Man, he answered that one too. And now, 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 y'all, sometimes, like me, I'm praying for my son. Well, let me say this. I prayed for my son because I believe God. I believe God when he says what he's going to do for me. And y'all going to be able to say, that reality coach said that. She is a true believer because I'm telling you, this is faith in the flesh. Faith in the flesh. Y'all going to be able to say, that girl said that. God has shown up in her life, and he, and and she wearing him with a badge of a, a badge of honor, honey. I wear him like a badge of honor. I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still do some wrong stuff. Don't get it twisted. But I'm working on it. Well, I ain't working on. it. He's working on because see, that conviction. starts hitting me, and 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 it's starting to wear me. It's starting to wear thin on me. But needless to say, but I'm saying I I have prayed for my son. And when you pray something, he may not answer. Right then is it. You know what I learned about prayer and Holly, how I have learned to live in the evidence of things unseen. Because when I'm living in the things hoped for and I don't have that right now faith, I miss something along the way getting in God's way. Now, let me repeat that. When you don't have that right now faith, you miss something along the way getting in God's way, something for your life. My reply's gonna be all right. I got to focus on what does say the law for me to do because guess what? I now through the death of one of my children. They may have came in this world through me, but they're gonna go out of this world without me. To him and have to be judged for their own self. So I got to stay on my mission, which is about my father's business. So when you get to that point and you so what I'm saying how I'm able to pray about something because I know Holly I've seen it I've seen it just like you're starting to see it when you keep that spirit of forgiveness in you 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 can you can take assurance because God says that you can take assurance in his word I ain't saying that God say you can take assurance that he's gonna forgive you but you can because you can ask for forgiveness and I don't and I mind you Now, y'all, now let me tell you, this forgiveness thing. Now, Holly, you may have harbored this unforgiveness in you for a while. We all know that everything has a consequence to it. Finally decide to forgive and move forward. Don't think that there ain't no consequence coming with it. And sometimes the consequence has always been there. You may have been keeping a headache. You may have been keeping a heartache. You may have had whatever. That consequence has been there. Now that consequence is gonna probably leave because you've gotten the spirit of forgiveness. I'm just giving some 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 thoughts. That may not be. And 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 I'm not saying that you have to take this verbatim. I'm just giving you some ideas on how to look at the power of forgiveness. How beautiful it can be when you see the beauty within that beast. of it is a beautiful thing. It's a beastly thing to have to do, but it's a beautiful thing to be able to do. A beastly thing to have to do, but a beautiful thing to be able to do is to be able to forgive without looking back. And when I pray about something, y'all, I want the evidence of things that think it's done. It is done. It may not come right then and there, but I know it's coming. I had told, matter of fact, Holly, let me tell you this. You remember last show that I said, if I want to go, if you want to go on a vacation, go ahead and pack your bag like you're going to go on a vacation and it'll come to you.
1: Yep. Do you remember me
3: saying that last week?
1: Yeah, I do.
3: I went back there in that room and I said, Lord, I need a vacation. I packed me a bag and guess what? I'm going to Miami, y'all. I'm going to Miami. That's quick. Boy, what? Going to Miami and going to get and, and let me tell you what a blessing it is. Now, let me tell you how good it is. Now, when God bless you and He does something and you walk in the evidence of things, but see, this is just one of the vacations. Oh, it's going to be plenty more. Trust me, it's going to be a whole bunch more. Now, I'm going to get a round trip flight five days and five nights in a five star location. Miami now. Matter of fact, y'all, I'm going to be filming from Miami next week. Hey, but uh, yeah, let me tell you about it. Now, and guess how much y'all? Under four hundred dollars. Can I go? Can I go with you? Well, honey, I wish you, you know what. If you could go, you could go. But I look, you know, now, now, you know. Let me go on. Keep it real with you, honey. All blessings don't fall on everybody. I'm sorry, sugar. No, nah, ain't no room. I'm just playing. No, it just came to me. I'm just kidding. But if if you could go. If I had a thought about it. I don't know. It was just given to me and I'm gonna take it and look, and let me tell you, I was sitting there saying, Well maybe I shouldn't go. And the Holy Spirit, matter of fact, a little unrelated that I was helping. I asked, I said, Oh, I should go to Miami, I shouldn't go, I should go, I shouldn't go. I don't know if I should go. What you think? She said, Eight hey, yeah, you better get on that plane. I said, Oh Lord Yeah, I told you she was on. That's guess what she said. H yeah, the H E D L she said, you better get on that plane. Miami, and you going for that? Matter of fact, you know what the Holy Spirit said now? You asked it for a vacation. You packed them over. Look, y'all, and, I, and let me tell you, I ain't got enough to pack a big bag. I just packed a few little clothes. I'm getting five days. So, y'all, let me tell you, when you start packing and doing the things and going like, you know, getting yourself to go where you're going because you're walking in that faith and you're carrying that spirit of forgiveness in you, all things that you ask for will be added unto you. Let me tell you. Next time, y'all, I'm gonna pack a whole week worth of clothes. I might be able to get a two-week vacation. I'm gonna pack a big bag. I ain't gonna
1: play. I want to go fishing. Lord, fishing, fishing. <laughs> huh? I want to go. I want a fishing vacation. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna say it loud. you gotta pack your fishing pole. Well, I tell you what, get uh, you some tackle, get you
3: some tackle box, and your fishing pole, and it. all that together. Well, you I need got to get it together and set, set it by a door by way of your car so you can get ready to go on your fishing vacation. Now, girl, you didn't oh, ask me to go fishing with you. God. I done told you. I done, Look, Holly, let, let me tell you how I talk to you. Now, I done told you, not told you, told, T-O-D, told you I don't do fishing. So stop hinting to me Say to go what? fishing. I don't do the worms, but I will go with you. If, if that's what you want to do, I'll go fishing with you. I'll go out there and no. sit and look cute. I got <laughs> I'm gonna spray take it. you up on it. I'm gonna take you up on it. I gotta have bug spray, and we got to go early 'cause uh, I get hot. Uh, we no, I'm just playing. We can go with that. We can get some tents and everything else, whatever we need, just so you can get your vacation what? in to go fishing. I'll sit out. Are we
1: going to the lake, or what? We gotta go fishing by the creek. Well, now I'll tell you what, the, some of the best fishing I have ever had was in the deep sea of the Gulf of Mexico. Now, I'm not saying I really want to go there right now, but, because I don't know that we can get there right now, but the best time I ever had was deep sea fishing in the middle of Gulf of Mexico, and I caught a shark, I caught a shark, and I was so young and not strong enough to be able to finish bringing it into the boat, so my dad took the took the fishing pole, and he strapped himself. Locked it into the little chair and he finished bringing that shark in. But we we threw that shark back. Um, but we caught so many fish that two families, large families, had enough fish to put in their freezer for about a year and it was so much fun. But I love to go now
3: down Holly. a little
1: bit to the coast and, and, and Holly.
3: yeah, now Holly, I know you see the color of my skin. <laughs> Black folks don't go in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico to do no kind of fishing. You're going to put me by the creek. So, now, yes, you me. know I'm not going yes, to go out you. in the middle of no ocean and go fishing. And it yes, me please. now, you on your own. You're going to have a spirit. You're going to have to forgive me, honey. I didn't lie to you. Because if you thought I'm going into the Gulf oh, in the God. middle of the, all that water, no, <laughs> this black person don't do that one, boo boo. I'm sorry. I, I ain't going to do it yet. Now, 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 I just talked about forgiving. I'll go ahead and forgive me ahead of time. Cause I, right. I, I got this.
1: I lied to you. I'm not going. Right. <laughs> well, you're forgiven, but I tell you what, you got it wrong. Plenty of black folks love to fish just exactly as I did. Uh, it is a wonderful. When, when, unless well, that's you've done why, it. I you've changed.
3: Done well, you're right. They're often, but then I changed. I said, this black person right here. Huh? All mm-hmm. right. The reality But you're right. Their opinion, but I'm just saying. Most now, Holly, I'm telling you, I don't know what's wrong with that set of people. But most, most, most people, most people that I know don't go out in the, the Gulf. We have a hard time on the cruise
1: ship. <laughs> what? I don't want to be on a cruise ship, so I understand you there. I don't want to be on a cruise ship, but I will definitely I go out know. and fish.
3: But you know what? If I'm just clowning. I'll go. And hey, look. I, if, if, if God gives us a, let me tell you, if God gives us a vacation to go deep sea fishing in the Gulf of Mexico, I already know God engaged because He know I don't like that much water. And if we get a vacation to go, God did it, so He's gonna protect it. So I'm gonna go. No, please don't hold me to that. Now, Lord, don't don't come up and give us a vacation. I, I had I just had to think about that. Now, Lord, don't don't make do make me lie on this on on lie. Don't. don't.
1: Don't put me to the test. Please not with the thumb. Well, maybe what we'll do is we start small, Dorothy. We'll just start small, and we'll go somewhere, we'll go somewhere and fish off the bank first so that uh, you get an idea of how great it feels to catch your fish. I love, I love to go fishing. I love to go catch yeah. crabs. It is so much fun. I can't, um, I mean, now maybe I'm different, but I bet you there's some listeners out there that feel the same way. Uh, and you know, God let us make fishers men, you know. Well, yeah, He did. He did. But let me tell you, now
3: I, I'm scarred from fishing. I'm going to tell you, I was in Houston. And my sisters and I, with our children, were on a vacation in Houston. We decided we were going to go crab fishing. Well, let me tell you. First of all, I already told him I didn't like the fish, and I don't like bugs. I don't like nothing. I don't even like crawfish. I can't eat crawfish because it's looking back at me. I don't want nothing looking back at me to eat. So I ended up trying to go. We went. We went deep. We went crab fishing. Um. So, well, I caught a crab, and I was trying. And, and now, mind you, I always thought I thought I was cute. I had on a white little tennis skirt with my little blue swimsuit. I was cute. My matching tennis shoes and everything. So the crab was coming back up at the net at me, so I was running trying to get him to the bucket. And do you know I fell over the other side of the bank? I fell in the bank,
2: ruined my uh, tennis shoes, my little
3: skirt, everything. That's how afraid I am of fishing and 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 the crawfish and all that. So I have some issues. I'm shell shocked. I now I'm gonna have to have some forgiveness for that craw that you know what I did. I didn't forget that crawfish. I, that crab, it was a crab. We ate them. We ate that crab. So he didn't give forgiveness. He went on to the crab (laughs) heaven.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the stepmother that I have such a hard time forgiving, she taught me how to catch crabs. And one of my really good memories with her is one day, hot sun, hot summertime in Lake Charles, Louisiana, we took a a bowl full of chicken necks and chicken thighs, and we had a string and a stick and, and a net. And if you have a string, a stick, a chicken neck, and a net, you can catch all the crabs in Louisiana that you can eat for days. And they are, the crabs, apparently they don't have a brain because if they did, they, I mean, they just know that whatever it is they want to eat. And on a full moon, this is true story here, on a full moon, a crab will eat until they are stuffed. And so the best time to catch a crab, probably a fish as well, is right after a full moon or when the full moon's going to be that night, let me tell you what, they're gorging themselves. And so we caught hundreds of crabs that day. And this was free fishing down there. You could just go down to any place that you saw water, it was going to have crabs in it. And uh, so I learned to appreciate catching my own fish and um, and crabs really young. And then I'm, I'm a wonderful cook, so I learned how to cook them and make them the way I like okay. them.
3: All right. Well, we better get back on stuff because we – but I'm telling you now, if the Lord give us a vacation in the middle of the Gulf Coast, you're going to have to – I, I don't want to say it, but you might have to forgive me, and you might have to have a so – because you might get mad when we can't. If they say two people got to go and I'm one of the two, I'm sure going to try to find somebody to take my place. I'm telling you now. But, well, we're going to, wait I to go. the
1: aftermath of, we're gonna have to wait for the aftermath of this God-given hurricane. Has,
3: okay, it has, well, it has,
1: take it, look, yeah. uh, save the people, but
3: take your time, Go Save the people. And don't ruin nobody else. Don't mess with nobody else. Save the people, but take your time, Go. Uh, Mexico, hurricane. Don't worry about it. Just don't hurt people. Don't hurt people. But anyway, <clears throat> let's get back to the... the, the y'all, we just sidebar for a moment. We always do that just to keep the show fun and entertaining because we don't want you to think it's always about just y'all. Wine, 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 wine. But it is about forgiveness and how... Forgiveness can prevent us when we understand that the heart attacks require a lot of faith in order to keep from having a heart attack by by letting fear be in front of us. So we know that we can say hop when Satan tries to use fear to give us a heart attack. That heart attack, the first two letters is H-A in heart attack, and then the first two letters in heart attack is H-E. When he tries to take our faith and play games with us, because we know that the spirit of forgiveness gives us a a sense of comfort in knowing that God is going to take care of us, we can say hop, because he's trying to use fear to give us a heart attack. It's not going to work. It is not going to work. Hey, I want to. Okay, Chris, I see that you say you let us ladies roll. No, 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 no. You got to get on here and drop the bomb. I saw you say you get getting ready to drop the bomb. So, hey, Mr. TNT is going to come on now. Susan, bring it, bring it. Come on here, bring it, bring it. Thursday come on, Chris.
2: Come on, Mr. TNT. All Boom. right, right.
0: Boom, boom! Here he is, Mr. TNT himself.
2: Well, I'm. uh, I agree with Holly Star. I I, I like to go fishing, so uh, Holly Star, I I will be. I will be more than happy to go with you, Uh, since the coach uh, wants to draw her um, white flag in that situation. But anywho. Any, anywho, um, you got there. I'll take you <laughs> up on it now. I will. I'll take you up on it. Oh yeah, I love go fishing. I, I love to go fishing, especially in the ocean. That I've never done that before, but I, I would love to do that one day. But um, speaking of, put, I'm gonna put a nice bow on this whole thing. Now, I don't think ever anyone is aware of this, but the very essential. Of our faith is what? Hmm. Well, it's what you just talked about. It's called forgiveness. So, how do we link the two up? This is how we link the two up. So, if the very essential of faith is forgiveness, and of course, we can go out of Matthew 6 14 through 15. Uh, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you, but if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Okay, so case in point, of course we had Joseph, Joseph and his brothers. Joseph was bragging, oh, he was just happy, he's a young kid, so what do you expect? His brothers are older They're setting their ways. They mad. They hating because Joseph got a coat. So Joseph was set up. He was thrown in prison. He was, you know, just just basically disowned and shunned. And it took a great amount of forgiveness for him to even – his brothers and his father didn't even know they were going before him. And guess what? He forgave them even though he didn't have to. He could have turned them away and said, you know what, you guys can go hungry, and you can just go ahead and go on and just starve. He could have did that, and see, let's keep it real. Most of us probably would have done that. Oh, y'all got me set up. Y'all got me a case. Now I'm in this pit for X amount of years, and now you want to come to me now that I'm big and balling? Now you want to come to me for some help? You know how we do. Let's keep it real family. But the fact of the matter is is that God won't forgive us if we act that way. So how do we how do we understand this thing called forgiveness? So you have to activate faith is activated by what? Your relationship with God. Now as you invest your relationship with God, not your religion, Not hanging with pastor, not hanging with bishop. I'm talking about your relationship with Jesus, you and his time, in your prayer closet. As you develop and engage with Jesus Christ, he develops your what? Faith. And as your faith grows, watch this, forgiveness starts to waver. It starts to fade because when we activate If we activate unforgiveness, which we do, because a lot of times we say we forgive somebody, but it's still harboring in our heart. It comes out of our mouth. And our mouth is what—it's a weapon. So anything we say out of our mouth, out of our tongue, is a weapon. So how can we say in one breath that we forgive, I forgive you, and then in the next breath I, I don't forgive you, and you and you going all a- around Robert Hood Barn um, cussing that person out? Come on, let's keep it real. So the fact of the matter is, family, as we grow in faith, as we grow in God, God in turn gives us this thing called an antidote. The antidote is what? It it gives us the ability to forgive beyond. Now, Jesus was the another. Jesus was, again, a perfect example of ultimate forgiveness, and he didn't have to. I think I said this last week. Jesus' blood bled. He died. He got poked. He got whipped. He got stabbed. All this stuff that Jesus went through for me, I don't even deserve half of what he got, but he forgave the people that did this to him for us to be forgiven in today's time and under his grace. Because without Jesus Christ, his daddy would have wiped this all out 50, 100 years ago. I'm just keeping it real. So the fact of the matter is this. We have to understand that forgiveness, yes, it takes time. Just like your faith, it takes time. Everything in God is a process. When you ask God to do it, he already heard you. You don't have to keep repeating yourself, repeating yourself, repeating yourself, and then it comes down and then and then you're like, okay, God, you didn't do it. God is always on what? Time. He does not go on our time. He goes on his time. And God's time is always strategic. So when it comes to the point When you're at your breaking point and you had enough and you about ready to say, you know what, I'm not going to forgive you, joker, because you did this to me, or I'm not going to forgive that, guess what? God will strategically remove that thing from you and you didn't even realize it. And the next thing you know, you're not even talking it anymore. You're not even going off no more. And then your faith will start to grow. Your attitude will start to grow. You'll start to mature and you'll realize After you sit back and realize, wait a minute, coach, remember last week I was just talking about so-and-so and and -and so-and-so and how they did this to me and that to me? You know what? I haven't even thought about it. What is it? It's been week five? See, that's what God does. He does that secret strategic surgery in your soul. He cancels out all those things that we don't think he heard, but he is. Forgiveness is at its core of our emotional well-being. That's what causes our mental health uh, to go down. That's what causes our health to go down because the devil knows if he can continue to ride on that unforgiveness train in your life, he's gonna keep you from walking in your purpose, walking in your destiny, doing what God called you to do, and, and and so on. So, Holly, I want to encourage you. You pick up your guitar and you play, you write what God has put in your heart and you play. That is your avenue, and that is your ticket, so God can hear your voice. Maybe it's not in your prayer that he hears you. It's in the guitar and the songs that you sing to him is how he hears you. And in that will will give you the healing that you've been expecting, that you've been waiting for, for all this time. It's probably right in those strings of that guitar. And once you pick it up and play it, you'll be surprised what God does in your life. So let me stop preaching because I'm taking all the time. So coach, I just dropped the bomb, and I feel like uh, a spiritual nourishment. I feel like the bishop at the end of the segment. So I'm going to get out of here, drop my bomb. So, Coach, back to you. Thank wow. you. Wow. Thank wow, you, wow, bishop. wow, Thank wow,
3: you. wow, wow. We don't know what to say. Hey, let me see if we got any callers real quick. Hey, Chris, are there any callers? We only got a little bit of time, but I want anytime someone calls in, I at least want them to be able to say hello. Do we have any callers? Yes.
2: Uh, yes we do, coach. Five two two one. Five two two one. You are on the air with Dorothy Pass and the reality coach and Holly Scar. God bless you. Well, Hello, well, well, well. this ain't Miss
3: Uh oh, Miss Five Cracker in the building. Yes, yes. yes Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> give, wow. give us your quick give us your quick skin and out.
4: Yes, I'm sorry to call in so late. I am in Kentucky on vacation, but it's such oh. a good lesson. I had to to jump in because I had a serious problem and still have with forgiveness. And I'm going to just lay it out there, y'all. My brother molested my granddaughter in Ooh. my house. So, of Ooh. course, I felt guilty. And what he did to her almost destroyed her. And I, I didn't wasn't even thinking about forgiving him, period. I said, Lord, I know you know that it where I am in my heart, I can't do it. And I didn't even ask him to help me. And I finally talked to my pastor because you know, as a Christian, if you if you got the Holy Spirit, it's gonna bother you. So it started to bother me, and I went to talk to my pastor, and he was like, "You have to." Nobody said it has to be instantly. I can't tell you how. All I can tell you is you have to, and you have to talk to God about it. So I started talking to him, and I finally was able to forgive myself through uh, talking with others and praying that it wasn't my fault. Mind you, my brother and I was a year and something apart. I loved him so very much, but as I was saying, that forgiveness, I wasn't even thinking about it, but the Holy Spirit started bothering me and bothering me. And I started praying about it, and God helped me to understand that he was sick. And he took me to the, uh, to the verse where Judas um, betrayed him, and to the part where he said that Judas was born to do what he did. And he didn't have a choice. It brought out to me the fact that my brother is sick. And in his sickness, he wasn't strong enough to fight it. And it kind of started me to going towards forgiveness. Mind you, I'm not there. And, uh, Chris, when you said about we get setbacks, every time my granddaughter, because sometimes, you know, she'll call me and she's having nightmares and she'll drive all the way from – uh, Carrollton to come and spend the night with me And I see her suffering And it starts to take me Back to a state of unforgiveness So it is a constant Constant battle Of forgiveness but I Am pressing towards the mark and I ask You guys please pray for me
3: Alright well Well I, I mean uh, Miss Firecracker we should sure thank you. I'm Telling you that's some fireworks there and Thank you for being so candidly open about it, so transparent, because you just don't know how many people may be listening to your story that may be going through the same thing, if not in the exact same way, in some shape, form, or fashion, and me myself. I was asked by my own mother with my seven year old son her husband, but guess what? I forgave her and it's okay. She didn't she did what she she did the best she could do at the time in her life, and I love my mother, and I forgive everybody. I, I don't even, It don't even bother me no more. It is what it is. It is happening. If I think that's the worst thing that can happen, I done heard some horrible stories. So I'm all right. I'm good. And 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 guess what? We all going to be fine because we're going to carry that spirit of forgiveness because we understand now it is for us. And I know, uh, Chris, is there anybody else on the line? Because if there is, I just want them to say hello real quick. And we got to get out of here. I'm sorry time is wound up, but we can do a part two if you want on this same subject, but uh, time is winding up. Chris, are there any other callers? Uh,
2: no, Coach, you're, you're all good. So back to you.
3: All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, well, Holly, let, give a quick, quick shout-out to everybody and let them know that we appreciate them or whatever, and, and we got to go.
1: Okay, I want to say hey, Firecracker, and I sure did enjoy listening to you tonight. You really taught me something. One thing that I think Dorothy is going to teach everybody is talking. She said she talked to her preacher, and she talked to her friends for healing. So what you're doing with this program and what Preacher Chris is doing, man, what we're doing right here is talking to try to help people. And it's a wonderful thing. I'll see you next week. And thank you all tonight. Thank you, Preacher. Thank you. All right, you guys. Hey, thank
3: you. We're here. The reality post now is on Thursday night, every Thursday, telling uh, Thursday night proof. If you have an uh, issue that you want some uh, real biblical understanding in order to liberate your mind and transform your life, hit us up. You can reach out to via Facebook, to uh, Messenger, or you can call 469 um, uh, 469- Y'all know I don't. Now, now that's the same. I've been bad with numbers today, but you can email me: email reality Coach at gmail dot com. coach at gmail dot com. Hold oh, one second. Let me get you the phone number real quick before we get out of here. You can call area code Ooh, wait! I can't even see y'all. I'm so sorry. I just got this number, you guys. I'm sorry. Area code, uh, um, I don't even see the number. Well, anyway, I will have the number next week, but I will put it in the messages for you. Uh, matter of fact, I got it right here. The number the call is 469 322 9388. 469 9388, or you can email me at Dorothy the Reality Code at gmail.com, or you can message me on Facebook. Again, if you have an issue that you want the reality coach and the whole crew to talk about, hey, please, please, please share it. Please share it, and we'll be more than happy to give you something that's in order to liberate your mind and hopefully transform your life from a biblical standpoint. Until next Thursday at 6 o'clock, you guys, we're out. Next Thursday at 6 o'clock, Truth Night Thursday, with the reality coach, Holly Star, um, uh, TNT, Ms. uh, Mr. Lansing, Michigan. And shout out to miss Lansing, Michigan. Happy anniversary to you and your wife. And fly guy, wherever you are, we'll be looking forward to hearing from you guys. Good night. And thank you all for tuning in. God is good. We can't do it without you. And it's all because of you is why we do it. For the glory of God, so he can get all the glory from everyone's story.
2: Bye, you guys. We love you. I- Denying That what's in front of you is bigger than what's behind you. Your destiny, your promise, your future. You might as well shout before you get it. Because God's here to tell you that what he has for you is going to be big. I
0: believe
2: that it's, my season.
0: that it's my season. You
2: ought to declare that over your own life. Say, I believe. And I
0: believe.
2: That it's my time
0: that it's my time It's my time It's my time And I can feel it And I can feel it <laughs>
2: Say breakthroughs in the room Breakthroughs in the room It's yours if you want it Anticipating Anticipating
0: God's getting ready to move God's getting ready to move
2: Listen, you ought to declare this over your own life Say it
0: God, He's working A miracle Just for me